Sorry. That's all right. I was going to tell you real quick. So the National Park Service put out a tweet the other day that was like, bears like options, please hike in groups. (laughs) And I sent it to my family because we're going to Yellowstone a few weeks. I said, who's excited for Yellowstone? And all my kids were like, I'm excited. (laughs) And I was like, you dinglings. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. You're going to get eaten by a bear. And you're not even paying attention. (laughs) Yeah. I'll stand by passengers. See me at the podium. Your seat is Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel and things to do. Enjoy! Welcome to the non Ram Lounge. I'm Monique. I'm Tyler. I'm Lara. And we're back. Yes. We're back. Yay. So excited. Three of us are back together. We have a show every week, but we haven't recorded in a while. Last one was with Rico, and that was not a month ago, right? Was this? It was no, it was last month. It was about a month ago. And we're now fully into June. Yeah. And it's good to be back. I've, I've been in five countries since then, just saying. And I've missed Lara so much. I missed you too. And my wife's tired of listening to me going, when's Lara coming home? When's so Lara you, coming home? Were you tore? Because maybe you weren't as much as I was. Before Lara left, she told us, if I die, oh. you can use my death to promote the podcast. <laughs> I just told you. So it's kind of a bittersweet you're back. I would have made the best montage Thank with you. music in your pictures. <laughs> I appreciate that. I actually put it in a text to him so that he would have proof that I said it. In the arms of the angels. <laughs> What's that song? Because do you remember last year? I'd watched the, this documentary about a podcast, and, and one of the things about him was someone had died, and then they kind of exploded from it. Cause, oh. And so I, I think I asked you, I said, do you mind, before we went to Egypt, I said, do you mind <laughs> if we kind of promote it? And you were like, yes, that's fine. Please do that. So this year she's like, you have my blessing before I even asked. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and now it's on. Now we've recorded it. So, but now you're back. It's like, oh, I'm back. You're, you're back. We Sorry, promote your death. But, but Lara's always traveling, so. But I have to still tell you, hope. right now, Lara's family is going through some stuff. Yeah. So we're kind of surprised that we're able to. I am. You're able to do this with us right now. And the other night, I was asking her, like, how are we going to do it? Because you, you've been so stressed in life. And I thought, how are Monique and I ever going to be able to do a podcast without you? True. Oh. And then I go, oh, we did a whole year before you were on. <laughs> <laughs> People probably didn't like it, but they still. Yes, we they did. We did it for a whole year. But, we did. But, but I had this moment. I was like, how are we going to do it? But it's now that she's such like an intricate part of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We would see our numbers just drop. We're like, Lara's not on. That's not true. Everyone's like, oh, no. <laughs> That's not true. Snooze fest. We're glad you're back. Thank you. Thank you both. I missed you guys. You haven't worked forever. I have not worked forever. Did, so did you know that if, if you, maybe maybe not for you guys, on the ramp, if you take a leave for two weeks, you have to go through retraining to come back? No, I did not know that. But if you drop everything for like two months, no retraining because you're still considered active. Oh, that so, makes sense. So any kind of leave. They you have, have to come back and sit with the trainers for a day. Weird. I don't, that's not for, for two us. weeks. Oh, really? I was going, because for us, like maternity, I think you just come back. Yeah. It's a what year. about jetway training? No, I think it's a leave is more than a year, but then you have to go back through your like initial training. Oh, for a year. Like yeah. you have to go back to Dallas or Charlotte or something and be Mm-mm. completely retrained. 
But yeah, two weeks isn't there was, there yeah. was Wow. one friend of ours and she had the, uh, a surgery. It was supposed to be out for six weeks. And after two, she's like, I'm ready to come back. And they say they made her sit with the trainer. <laughs> and she's like, it was two weeks. I've, I've taken more time off just like, you know, vacation. It was, so it's yeah. kind of, but yeah, you've been off. Sorry, I cut you off. No, it's okay. I, I'm, I've been off on vacation. Yeah. That's how. So I was going to ask, do you have to get retrained? No, we do not. <laughs> I still know how to pour Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and hand out nasty pretzels. Really old pretzels left over Very from COVID. I like Southwest's one. Their little snack pack. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, they've got like the Cheez-Its in it yeah. and other stuff. Yeah, those those are good. We should get those. And United's bringing a whole bunch of stuff. Are like, they? They're offering a lot more offering, yeah. I think we're supposed to be doing meals again, or like for purchase. Yes, you, we are. You saw that too? Okay. Uh-huh. But you know what our airline's doing? Maybe you saw this weekend that is new, is if you have T-Mobile, you have unlimited Wi-Fi on the flights. I domestic. saw that. I'm so jealous. And that's been so nice. Well, and it's supposed to be for like the whole fleet, right? Yeah. Because yeah. before, I think it was certain type of aircrafts. You're right. It. it was only the three three twenties. So even the three twenty ones. Yeah. Okay. But now it's so nice to have. Yeah, especially now that I'm with T-Mobile. Oh yeah. Or it's probably should, but if you know anyone's T-Mobile number, it works. Seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I have Verizon. Because I used Zaki's before. I'll give you my. Well, you have my phone number. Just you put mine in. We'll put really? your we'll yeah. put your number yeah. in the show notes. <laughs> so use mine. <laughs> like, dang, this girl. She gets her money's worth. Always like. <laughs> no, but seriously, Laura. Okay, thank you. you. But I think it's just domestic, and you don't fly domestic. Oh, but if she goes to see your daughter, uh huh, uh huh. And I do have one domestic trip. I have at the end of the next week. I, I work in London, and then one domestic. Miami and back. No, no I texted you. No, she texted me You're and right reminded here. me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good because I did actually have one in there because it was a 24-hour layover in Miami. It was one leg over and one leg home. I thought, oh, I can do that. Would it be worth it though to have a? a I that would be fun to be on a the little beach, beach time. Yeah. Hours. yeah, yeah. But then she reminded me, and I thought, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Scrap that. Because you could do Tampa for 24 hours now. Mm-hmm. We talked about doing that tonight. Tonight? Yeah. Oh, I missed it tomorrow night. And then Tani got her shots moved up. Oh, okay. Thank goodness, though, for that. It is, yes. But I was thinking that would be fun to go sit on the beach for a day. So Tyler and I used to, we did it probably three or four times. We went to Tampa, did that red eye, Uh and then spent the day there. We were at the beach, and I just remember thinking, everyone here loves dogs, (laughs) because everyone had a dog. It was like Florida people love their dogs. It was a little gross, because it's like, there were so many. So many dogs, yeah. But as we left, I remember we saw the sign. It was like, dogs to the right, like no dogs to the left. So we'd actually went right. So oh. we'd went to the dog beach. They're like, just get to the beach, yeah. Yeah, dog <laughs> beach. So, mm. yeah, so, <laughs> we were like, there's so many dogs here. <laughs> That's people, why. <laughs> people probably thought we were weirdos. So they're like, they don't even have a dog. Why are they here? Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's what, once I saw that we were at that Tampa back, I was like, we're going to go. Yeah. It's an easy, fun trip to do. Yeah. Because you get your beach time for a good eight hours or so but then you're done and you come home and i'm at first flight in the morning yeah so you take well you take the red eye so you land uh-huh. at like 5 30 and then you don't leave till like five at night so you have oh. it's even later it's like eight o'clock there's two night flights wait, wait, oh wait, is on, there now not our, right now on our day on, oh your yeah. day oh yeah. Yeah. leave at eight o'clock you still get in at like nine or ten o'clock at night here yeah, yeah that's a deal yeah, yeah. So, so that was there's just the, the day we when, when we did that we had we were at a gym, so we went to the gym and showered, remember? Oh, yeah. And now we don't have the gym. I'm not in the gym anymore. And the, our club in Tampa doesn't have showers. I already checked. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because I've been, like last weekend when I was in New York or Boston with Jake, we went to the showers in LA and then twice in Boston. <laughs> Smart shower, shower, shower. Yeah. So it's so nice. So 
Jake was kind of complaining. I was like, only 30 minutes? It's enough time. (laughs) It's cute, though, because he's a rule follower. Oh, yeah, because when we did the showers, I don't think I told the girls, like Tani and Allie Joe, that they only had 30 minutes. So I'm sitting out there, and I'm like, they've been in there like 45 minutes. Like, we're going to get in trouble. And then Tani came out, and I was like, does she know it's only 30 minutes? She's like, no, you never told us. I was like, oh, crap. Well, go get her out, because she's taking way too long. Were you all all in one, though? No. I think everyone had their own. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, well, if they're on one, you can kind of justify like, yeah, no, I think I had went in and then they went and got separate keys and did it separate. But yeah, they were just taking their sweet time. But it's for but, me, it's so nice to have a, a, we did a red eye to Boston to have a nice shower and then hop on the plane right after. And yeah. And then he sent me a picture of the clam chowder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The chowder was good. And it's just, it's nice to have that fresh shower. And we, we were going all day in Boston. And I jumped in again and, and this lay flat seats back. So, Well, it, do, it does. A shower makes you just feel like you are ready to go. Yeah. Even if you're a little tired, it just wakes you up, feel refreshed. You feel like, okay, I can do this now. That's wonderful. All right, let's get to what you've been up to, Laura. Okay, so I've been to five countries. That's crazy. On my own. <laughs> not without, not with work. So I've been to Canada. And I've been to Southern Ireland, and then I've been to Northern Ireland. Okay. Because those are two different countries, two different voltages. Currencies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And two different currencies, money. I mean, one's a euro and one's a pound. And then we went, we came back home, and six hours later, we started driving down to Mexico. So that's that's how many countries I've been in. That's crazy. A group of us fly tenants booked a two-week tour of Ireland. The same company you did like Egypt with last year, right? Uh, or same kind of idea? Same kind of idea. Okay. Uh-huh. And it started in Limerick, and then it went up around, it went up to Derry and Ireland, and then over to Belfast. Because I want, we each had a, what we wanted to do in Ireland, and mine was Belfast. Okay. And then it came back down through Dublin, and then down through the County Cork. You know where that is. No, I don't think I did that. I only did Dublin and then on the side. Uh, you Galway? went to Cliff, Cliffs of Moher? Yeah, is that not... Again, Ireland is only the size of the state of Maine. That's crazy. I know, because you think it's so much bigger. Yeah. But it's the size of Maine. The whole like two countries together? Or just Yes, the whole okay. two countries together. Like the whole island. The whole island, thank you, is the size of Maine. And you were there for two weeks. We were there for two weeks. So we did, we and we went on the outskirts. That's Wasn't cool. it more though? Because you even went a couple days early. We went a co- oh, That's a story. Okay, sorry. That's all right. Um, so a group of us flight attendants decided we were going to Ireland. We each picked something. I wanted Belfast. And one of the girls on our trip wanted to go to Kyle Moore Abbey, which is this gentleman built this beautiful mansion on the water for his wife. And now it's the nuns have taken it over. So it's now it's called Kyle Moore, which is the house and then Abbey for the monks and then, or, excuse me, the nuns. And so it's, it's a tourist de- destination now. When you say they took it over. Like invaded. Like by force. No. <laughs> I think it was it was empty. That was my problem. They, they bought it. And then, yeah. I just imagine like yeah, nuns with pitchforks or something. No, like, oh, no. They're very nice. Ours. They're very nice. I saw a couple of them. They're very nice. But anyway, so we all had, we all picked something. And then two of the five flight attendants dipped out. And then it was just three of us. And the one girl um, we were flying with is also a flight attendant. And uh, when we got closer to the, the travel date she said have you been looking at the loads and we're like yeah but we haven't really been checking them that much because you know we, it, you never think, don't get on you always get on but things we can always, always work out and they always work out yeah. and the worst case scenario 
we, we ride jump seat, you know, that's mm-hmm. the worst case. So that's what we said to her. And she goes, oh, I can't, I have back issues. I can't ride in the jump seat that long. So if you're doing a long haul on a wide body and you're doing jump, do you sit in like a regular jump seat, jump seat, or where do you actually Correct. sit? You do. We okay. sit in a regular jump seat, jump seat. And then once you get up to cruising altitude, then we go sit in one of the jump seats by the door so that they have the galley area because the extra jump seats are in the back galley. Okay. So then they have the galley area to, you know, to work and then we're out of the way. What about the bunks? Do you have any access to them? That's, that was kind of my question. No. No. That is strictly working. Correct. Working crew. Even only. if you're friends with uh, people working? Yeah, even with your okay. friends. You should, I didn't know that. You was. should stay out. I just was thinking, oh, well, if you're jump seating, maybe you still get a pretty good seat. Maybe it's not a big deal. But if you are in a regular, like, fold down seat. Yeah, so I, I, I believed her when she said she couldn't ride in a jump seat for eight hours. And so... So she talked about maybe purchasing some tickets. Well, everything was sold out from when we needed to go. So we had to go two days early and we bought tickets on WestJet, which was kind of fun because, you know, we've never flown WestJet before. And so we went from Phoenix to Calgary and then we sat for six hours and then we went from Calgary to Dublin. We could have done a shorter layover in Calgary, but once again, we were afraid of it's WestJet only runs that flight every other day. So, like, if we didn't make it... To Dub- the Dublin foot route. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, the... Yeah. Think so they have mechanical... They have some issues. They do have the issues. they could book you on would be... Remember last week, we talked about recently... Um, or they just got done with their strike. Pilot strike thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah their right strike. Before. And that whole strike thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so we went up there and we sat for six hours. We went into the club because, you know, our, our friend, Ben Willis, said... He DM'd me and said... That we could do the club there and pay just a day pass of like 41 pounds. Okay. So so we went in there and they said they would kick us out after three hours. You know, what? We were there for six. Yeah. On a day pass is really pass. only three hours? Yeah. So we didn't we didn't do it. We just went and sat and we found a really neat sitting area with t- uh, couches. Oh, We nice. all took turns taking naps. So it worked out. It's WestJet's interesting. So you make your reservation and then we, you have to pay for your seat and, you, and we paid for a piece of luggage because we had these, you know, big bags. Yeah. And then when you go to put your credit card in, it only pays for the airfare. And then the night before the flight, then you pay for your seat and your luggage. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So. But you're still guaranteed whatever seats you- Which you held. Selected. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So the girl we were flying with, when we got the email the night before, she didn't quite, she thought, okay, I already paid for it. So she didn't pay for it. And then when we oh, got no. to the airport, they had already taken away her seat. I mean, they gave her another seat, but she wasn't with us any longer. Okay. She was sitting yeah. on, yeah. Well, she, she still got a seat and her luggage paid. But anyway, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting that they don't just take the payment right off the bat. Get that money from yeah, you. Yeah, just get the money. Yeah. So, but we got into Dublin. It was fun. And we took a, a Uber over to the hotel. We picked a hotel at Temple Bar area, which is fun. kind of yeah. a fun nightlife area. And hung out there for a couple of days. And then we took the train down to um, Limerick. It's a two-hour train. And we had a connection, which was really interesting with our big suitcases. Because <laughs> you have to go, we're on the tracks. And so you have to go up and then over a, tr- a bridge and then back down again. So up, over, and back down with our big luggage. And they're waiting for us. The other train was waiting for us. They knew you were coming. They knew we were coming. And then we weren't the only ones, but there were about seven or eight of us. Okay. And we're running and the engineers, st- <laughs> he's got his whole, half his body out the window and he's waving his arms. And Dave's over there talking to him because Mich- the girl and I had a, you know, it took us a little bit longer to get over there. But anyway, it was kind of fun. You know, it was kind of fun to take the train. Yeah. And did you get to kind of 
have a window seat and yes, see all the scenery seats. and stuff. Uh, we actually picked our seats before. And oh, when cool. you get on the train, your name is right above your seat. Oh, that's cute. On the train. It was kind of fun. So we got to Limerick and, and then we joined our tour. And we there were 34 of us on the tour. It was really fun. We just took a, the bus everywhere. It sounds terrible, like a bus, but it really was exciting to look out the window and see the Irish countryside, which is what you would normally think it was. Now, the best part about it was I brought the Arizona sun. Perfect. It did not rain once on us. And we were there for like 18 days. That's pretty incredible. It was. Every single bartender said to me, he goes, you're so lucky we have this beautiful sun. And I go, well, I brought it with me. I'm from Arizona. It follows me. And he goes, stay six months. <laughs> we were so worried about it being cold. Remember the last time we recorded, you were yeah, so I think worried. I was like, Tell mi- take mittens. And I was yes. ready to see And I was like, no, no, it's going to be nice weather. And you're like, no, no, I'm, you were bringing jackets. And I, n- I brought two umbrellas, rain pants, <laughs> and a rain jacket. Never pulled any of them out. Just was one around. umbrella for Dave? <laughs> I'm just imagining how you're trying to use two. Yeah. I don't know why I brought two. Okay. So I, I like, found one in my carry-on. Yeah, I found one in my carry-on and I found one in my pack, my check bag. I'm like, why did I have two? But anyway. Yeah. So it was a great tour. I got to see a lot of, um, this is what I learned. South Ireland is the Republic of Ireland. And so they have their own country and their own flag. That's the green, orange, and white flag that you're okay. used to seeing. Yeah. Then Northern Ireland considers themselves part of the UK, of the United Kingdom, and they fly the Union Jack. Oh, they do. Uh-huh. Okay. And then when I called it the Union Jack, my tour director said to me, no, it's only the Union Jack when it's on a boat. Oh. Then the Navy calls it a Union Jack. It's called just the flag, the English flag. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Union Jack. Did you have other flight attendants then meet you in Lermick? No, no, then no. it was just the three of us. It was always just the three just then. The three of us uh-huh, okay. on the tour. And we met other couples on the tour, but I'll, I'll tell you right now. We were the youngest. Were you feeling pretty little, good? Yeah. Well, feeling good. And then also it was, it was kind of a bummer because I'm used to like in Egypt, there were a ton of people our age and, and younger. So I was a little bummed, but it worked out. It was really nice. Everyone's still already retired and you were still. They you were all retired. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And, but like they, they'd stop for lunch and we'd run around this little town. They'd always pick these cute little towns to stop at lunch and Dave and I would have a, Guin- have a Guinness. It was delicious. Nice. It was nice and light. You know, we don't drink Guinness at home, but it didn't taste like a heavy, dark beer over there. Oh, really? Oh, no. It wasn't funny. Hmm. And then we toured, when we went through Dublin on our trip, we went to the Guinness tour. We did the Guinness tour and they had a special dinner for us. Oh, really? Uh, after they closed the Guinness factory down, they had a special dinner for our tour group. Oh, nice. It was really fun. I've heard you had, it's a good view up there. It's a great view. They have a rooftop bar up there. Okay. Oh, fun. It's a 360 view of the city. Cool. And Dave and I got our pictures taken in the foam of a Guinness beer. I saw that. That was cool. So cool. That was very cool. And then we fought over who got to drink it. (laughs) I won. See, I would have been like, I'm not drinking that. It's too pretty. I won. So... That was a, it was a great trip for that. And then we went to the Cliffs of Moher, like you said. Yes. Monique said, make sure you do the Cliffs of Moher. And that was almost on every tour. Did you like it? Loved it. It was gorgeous, right? You know, and it was still cold and windy. And they had a busker out there playing what? music. Oh, what's a busker? What does he do? So a busker is a, a, a street musician that sets up shop and just starts playing on the street. Fun. And then you put, you know, coins and money in their little hat. Yeah. And so there was a busker there. 
in shorts and she was playing the accordion and we're like wow oh wow yeah it's cold she's in shorts but now you all know what a busker is and you know what northern and southern ireland is different and when i was in belfast northern ireland we were downstairs at our hotel and i walked over i thought i want a beer while we're sitting here waiting so i walked over and i said can i get a black and tan because that's what i usually drink you know half harps half guinness i said can i get black and tan and it was a cute young bartender he looked at me and he lowered his voice he got really close to me we don't call it that here in Belfast. I go, what? He goes, call it a half and half. He says, when you call it a black and tan, it reminds us of the troubles. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So the troubles are the big fight they have between the Catholics and the Protestants. And apparently the militia was black and tan. Their their uniforms were black and tan. Oh. So when you say black and tan, that reminds them of the troubles. It's kind of got, yeah, that stink to it or whatever yes. because of that. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I learned a lot. When I was, I think maybe I talked last year, but when I was in Northern Ireland, Ireland last summer with, with Katie. Oh, yeah. And we, we had a rental car from Dublin at the airport. That was the one that the person said, they get the same discount as we give them on flights. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but when we were up there, though, the family we were with that Katie knew, he was worried because there was supposed to be some issues and we had plates from North Ireland. or from Southern Ireland. Yeah. And he's like, you should probably get back tonight because then I was like, it seems so calm. Like it didn't seem like there was a bit from what he said, he was really worried. And we we're like, well, we're not worried. But he was like, yeah, it was interesting. Well, it was kind of crazy when we got to Northern Ireland, we went to a, a town called Derry and it's also called London Derry. Uh, the town, but that is, is because the cheese amazing. They have good cheese. So good, it was really good. The I whole... think it was called Terry Dairy, right? I love cheese. Oh, it's not that kind of dairy. No, D E R R Y. And we actually had a little. Um, we had a tour guide there, a local tour guide that. See, though, this is why I like group tours because I kind of want to talk about group tours. Why I like group tours. So you get into a, a town like Derry, and you know, one side of Ireland calls it London Dairy, and the other side calls it Dairy. And if you call it London Dairy in the wrong side, they get really worked hmm. up about it but london dairy london dairy is split in half it's got half protestants and half catholics and they all go to those schools there's no intermingling of those schools and so we had this great tour director or tour, tour local tour guide and he walked us through and they do a lot of wall art in ireland to oh express, i would love that i know yeah. you would i know you would it, to express what's happening politically so it was fascinating. And it's up to date then. It's I'm up assuming. to date. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so we, he walked us through and he said, he goes, you know, I have the answer. I have the answer. And the funny thing is, is he's Asian. So his mom is Asian and his dad grew up there. So he is Irish. Did, and he's got an Irish accent. He's got an Irish accent and he looks Asian. Does, was that so weird coming so out of his weird. mouth? <laughs> yeah. And that's what he said. <laughs> me off. Yeah. yeah. They all freak out when he starts talking. <laughs> but and he used to be like a social studies history teacher. Hmm. So... And so he said, I think the answer is we don't have segregated schooling any longer. We put all our kids into one school. And so when you grow up, if you're Protestant, you're growing up with a Catholic, he goes, you become friends. It it doesn't matter. Oh, you're Catholic, you're Protestant. He said it, but by separating them, we're making that division. Yeah. So he goes, he had the answer to solving everything, but nobody wants to make that move. Well, because it's hard to actually overcome those stereotypes if you don't get to see a different side of them. Exactly. So until there is inclusion, you don't get to really see. Oh, and, they're, and they're just friends. regular people. Yeah, they're, yeah. That's my friend. That's my buddy. Yeah. And they're getting married in the Catholic church and I'm going. Yeah. Or they're getting married in a Protestant, Protestant church and I'm going. 
So I just thought that was interesting that he had an answer, even though nobody's doing it. And I think it is the answer. Okay, so there's my there's my little thing on Ireland, how much I love it. Coming home, we ended up coming home a day early, which was actually wonderful. We took the train from Limerick back to Dublin. And I kind of felt bad because we have a great listener named Jessica in Dublin. And she works for us at the, at the counter. And I had told her we were coming back the following day. Because that was the plan. That was the plan. Because you were on miles coming back. I was on miles. We had bought miles. Now we're leaving a day early. And so um, I didn't get a chance to DM her. Everything happened really fast. At six in the morning, we made that decision. And we're going. And we're going. And we had to jump on the train to our train back. back. And then we ended up with on the very last flight that we, our airline has out of Dublin to Dallas, and then Dallas to Phoenix. So we got on that. It was wide open. Oh, nice. It was kind of crazy. So wide they gave open. you seats right away at right the Right away. And, and they, they really took care of us. They gave Aww. us seats at uh, door three in the exit. So we had all that leg room. And so we got on the plane and we're putting stuff away. And Jessica shows up on the plane. She goes, did you try to sneak? Sneak off without saying goodbye. And I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't have a chance to tell you that we were leaving a day early. She goes, well, I'm working the ramp today. She's in her class A uniform. She goes, but I saw your bag go by. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so she knew. She goes, so I looked your your name up on the computer and I saw where you're sitting. So I came up here and she gave me gifts to give you. So don't, don't leave without that. So thank you, Jessica, for those gifts. And you're just the cutest thing. She's so cute. Makes me want to go back to Dublin and uh, interview her. She's been a good listener for a while. Yeah. She's I, a great supporter of our show. That's why I think I was first started writing her back and forth. And we have soon after I went last year and I was like, oh, we were just there. I think she saw us talking about it or something. She's like, oh, that's the gate I work at. Like, that's. But again, your bag. Again, my bag. Perfect. Little, yeah. Because <laughs> if it didn't have your face, she probably wasn't like looking that close actually at names or anything like that. So, and, and you want to hear something crazy. Okay. So, we checked our bags at the ticket counter with one of our gate agents and they all laughed. They all had to come over and take a look at my bag, take a gander at my bag, and they're all laughing about it. And then we went through. Because Dublin is a pre-clearance city for the for U.S. immigration, um, you go through immigration there in Dublin, which is really nice. When you get to the states, you don't yes. have to go through. Um, when I walked up, U.S. Border Patrol officer um, hit the button and he goes, "Is this?" He starts laughing. Is this your bag? <laughs> he goes, "Never mind. I know it's your bag." <laughs> because at the counter, the computer takes a photo of your bag. Oh, really? So at the ticket counter, when you check in, it takes a photo of your bag. So then, when you go through um, customs, they say, "Is this your bag?" And you have to claim it, yes or no, on the photo. Interesting. Okay. So I go, he goes, "Oh, that's your." Bag. And, and then I'm trying to tell him I have an orange in my pocket and stuff like that. He doesn't care. He just go. <laughs> He goes, welcome back to the States. I'm like, okay, not the States, but okay, thank you. <laughs> I wish everyone did that, though. Oh, Took pictures know. of the bags, sir. The clear you in other oh, countries. Yes, so yes. you could just hit the and go. That would be connecting cool. so much easier and just, yeah. Okay, so how long have you guys known me? Like five years Forever. almost. Don't you think it's been yeah. five years? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So, you know, I do a travel podcast, right? You guys know that. Yeah, sure. We, we okay, you're on a very popular podcast. Travel podcast. Um, yeah, the very one. popular one. Okay, so I'm <laughs> driving in the plane in the train, and I said, "Well, there's pre-clearance," and the girl we're traveling with, the flight attendant, who I've known for thirty plus years, says, "Well, how do you know about that pre-clearance?" And I looked at her. I go, "I do a podcast on travel." <laughs> Apparently, you don't listen. <laughs> and then that brings up the age-old question, Tyler, that I always present to you: Are you really my friend if you don't listen to the podcast? I listen. I don't know what you're pointing. I mean, what do you guys listen? <laughs> no, but I'm just know, saying that you and I talk about it all the time. I know. I, well, that was a question we put on social media recently. 
Like, where do you, oh, no, it was, where do you listen to a podcast? And I said, I listen to it live. I'm live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the raw version. <laughs> I listen to the shower. <laughs> I listen nude in the shower. So, that's weird. So, Brittany <laughs> claims that I'm a stalker, and I think I'm going to sound like a stalker. Creeper, she says. She, yeah. Creeper she, stalker. She says both, but I'll say aviation stalker. So, the morning, morning you flew out on WestJet, I woke up at four in the morning, that's and I was right. in bed. Looking at loads to see, like, did you make a good decision or not? <laughs> and all of our flights that day to Dublin on our airline were oversold. Thank you. Oh. Thank you for doing that look back. But uh, uh, oh, no. I could have got you there with one stop, $100 on a Z-Fair. Tell me. So our flight to San Francisco had seats. Uh-huh. And then Aer Lingus had seats oh. open from San Francisco right into Dublin for $100. I love Aer Lingus, I hopped on too. Staff Traveler and I got a few loads. The one from LAX was oversold, but I was like, okay, I could have got there. But if what an experience you had in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> in Canada. You can't be sorry about that. And I got to no. take pictures or video of your plane. Thank you very much. Yes, you did. But I think it was, I mean, you had a circumstance where you're trying to help your friend out. That's why you uh-huh. did it. But our loads to Europe have been crazy full. But it seems like for a few weeks coming back from Europe, like you weren't stressed getting back. You're no, I wasn't say, stressed at all getting back. For the So for the first few weeks of in May and June, People are going to Europe, but not coming back quite yet. You are correct. I think it's going to switch. Like people are going to start coming back, but because when we came back in July, it was full, full. But but so you maybe, made it. Yeah. So maybe in the future, though, if you can get to Europe before that, because you went before Memorial Day, uh huh. So it was full. It already started. I mean, I was looking at our London flights the other day for like today or something, and it was like twenty three flights we have. Every single one was oversold. Right <sighs> now, it's a full. Going to Europe is full, full. Like barrels talking about going there. With her niece, and I was like, to Rome. Of like, all places, Rome. I, I was when like, good I luck. Went, yeah, like, when I went, we've had to fly into Milan and take the train down. That's know. that's how full our Rome flights were. Yeah, but it, Europe is just, but, so coming back, it didn't surprise me you could got back. But the one thing I was, was, I was disappointed, and I told you was, I looked up, and with your card, with our airline's card, it says we can go to a club in Dublin. So I was like, you got to go, you should primary. go. Well, right? Dave is, but you're worth a primary, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, Either Dave's way, a primary. You have the primary, yeah. Primary. Okay. But they wouldn't let you come in because you didn't have a seat. That's true. We and went in like, there. Oh, it's so disappointing. It should say that on the way, our airline's website. If it's going to say you can go, specify you can't go unless you have a seat okay. assignment. Oh, they wanted a seat on our airline. They wanted to see a seat assignment. A seat, a seat, a seat. But from our airline. Because you would have had a boarding pass without seat assignment, I right? did have a, a boarding pass, but no seat assignment. But wasn't it Because a, I went the day before. My mile seat. Because she was non-revving. It wasn't the... Oh, oh, I got you. I was thinking this was on when you landed. No. This no, is this is home. in Dublin. Okay, okay now yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Now so I got you. Before okay. she came home. Okay. But even then, I was like, wait, you're on miles. Wait. And then even with non-revving, it, it doesn't say on our website, here's the... It has some restrictions, but it just says have the card with you. So I was like, oh, you should have got in. The restriction apparently is you have to have a C-sign. Is it outside security or inside? It's inside. Wait, so, so if you would have after went, U.S. Customs clearance, uh huh, then it's inside there. In there, okay. So, so I could have gone to another gate and asked them for a seat assignment. They and let you through security without a seat assignment. Yes, they did. You can. Yeah, I, I had, had it last a, year. Oh, I see, a, they didn't meet when I had a my, pass. When I, my mom and I were flying through in Dublin, they wouldn't let. We sat at the ticket counter until they gave us a seat assignment, and then we had to run our high knees. That's off. weird okay. because then you had to go through they customs gave, too. Did they you gave, check show me a quick one. Did you check? I don't think so. Because they they told us, because we were checking car seats, because I had Jake, and they said, if you check that, you have to stay here with us. If you're not checking, you're free to go. 
and you could just wait for it after clearance and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we checked bags. Yeah, so it's like, okay, we're not sure. Which wins, wins we had to like open up the snow globe that, that Katie got and oh, dump the water globe. out. <laughs> that broke like right after anyways. But yeah, so it I was just. Ours must have been even tighter then. So it may have been where like they didn't know what they were going to have a seat for us. Well, ours was oversold. So it's, we had to like. See, and ours was wide open. Yeah. We ran and they were doing final call when mom and I like rolled up. And also with, I, I don't know the rules. Maybe yeah. it changed too because I've been curious with the stocking. When you said you're going home, I pulled it up and I was like, there was seats in business to Philly. I was uh-huh. like, why didn't you do that instead of sending them back to Dallas? I was like, oh, why are so dumb? Because, <laughs> well, okay, the flight to Philly left an hour earlier. It, yeah, yeah. They, you explained it. I was like, okay. I was and like, we were on that train. And it was, it was a last minute decision to get there and get uh-huh. okay. And they're also be plagued with uh, train strikes right now. Oh. Ireland is same as London, same as England. Okay, so I have to tell this funny story. So when we were going through um, security, of course, you know, we're, we have global. So we went to the global line. And again, there's not very many people there because we're, it's wide open. So there's this cute, young, blonde woman behind Dave. And then as we're going through waiting for the customs officer, off to the left-hand side are the people that don't have global. And there's a very good-looking young man with a business coat the taupe pants, you know, and I could, and he got to customs before we did. And so he was standing there talking to the customers and I heard him tell the customs officer, well, I'm a, I'm a golf, I'm a golfer. And so he's like a pro golfer. Enough that he gets paid to golf. Yes. Like that's and he profession. was there yeah. to golf. He's a pro golfer. And so the guy goes, oh, okay. You know, would I know you? And I can't tell you his name because I told, I, we talked about, I, I can't tell you his name. But anyway, only because I'm not allowed. I probably shouldn't say his name. But his, he's not that famous. He thinks he is, but he's not that famous. And um, so anyway, his wife was behind Dave, and her name was Shannon. And so he he and Shannon, Shannon was flipping him grief for not having his global yet. And then he's flipping <laughs> it back at her saying, look at me, I've already through, and you're still in line. Well, she's only in line because of us. Yeah. So we all make it through. So then they disappear. And so then Dave and I are looking and we're looking for the club yeah. that Tyler told us about. And then we finally find it and we run down there and they're standing in front of us for the club. And and they st- they get up there and he's got our card, the the red one. He doesn't have the one that I that we all have. That gets you the in. The executive actually, yeah. one. No, he's got the red one. So they get the boot and she gives them the boot and they walk away and we're like, you know, we all talk and we say hi. So then Dave and I go up and then we get the boot. Because we don't have a, a seat assignment. Yeah. So we go back to the boarding area. Well, we Dave and I went and got, grabbed a bite to eat. And then we went back to the boarding area. And there's this nice young man standing there. And I said, hey, would you mind taking a picture of Dave and I? Because the, the plane was right behind us. And I thought that would be a really good picture. Yeah. So he take, he takes a picture of, a, of us. And we sit down. And he starts talking to me. And he's Irish. And he's going to um, Dallas to give a speech. Because somebody he knows is getting an award. So he's really cute. His name is, of course, Seamus. And so we're all talking. Okay, now we get on board and we've got group three boarding. So we get on first and we're getting situated and I look over and I'll be darned if, okay, so we're in that first row at door three and then you've got um, the bulkhead, the four seats together in the bulkhead and yeah. then there's a group of three seats on uh, door three, aircraft left. So aircraft right, aircraft left. And that couple, the golf pros, 
are sitting in those middle seats. <laughs> and so they sit down and they get situated and we're all waving and talking and saying hi. And then here comes Seamus and he's sitting in the whole row behind them. So the only three people we've spoken to are now sitting all around oh, right us. next to you. I mean, how weird is that? <laughs> and so then Jessica comes on and she's like, oh, I'm so happy. Let's take a picture. And I'll have a picture. I said, let's take a picture. And so you look the famous one. I look like I was the famous one. <laughs> <laughs> and then the flight attendants are coming up going, what's going on? And I'm like, well, I do a travel podcast, you know, called the Non-Rev. I said, it's very popular called the Non-Rev Lounge. And so they're like, oh, let's see. You know, so then I'm passing out our cards. Like candy. <laughs> Making it rain. Making it rain with those cards. But I also brought them gifts. So oh. they, they all came up at one point and thanked me for the gifts. Oh, but good. It was just so funny. because So, so now the golf pros looking over at us going, who are those people? And of course, I'm wearing my global shirt. You know that global shirt I wear when I'm on Rev? Yeah, it looks like it's like a map. It's a map. World. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, they're looking. So then after we take off, people are jetting between their seats and the bulkhead to walk from one side of the aircraft to the other. And I said, I said, okay, take out your carry-on luggage and block that so people can't walk by. And they go, what? And I go, just block it. And I showed them how to do it. And they pulled out their luggage. They go, oh, thank you. I go, that's all right. I know how to do this. And he actually lifted up the telescoping handle and put his um, blue sport coat on it. So, I mean, they really couldn't walk in between. Yeah. It was just funny. Perfect. And the gate, the flight tents thought we were famous. So, well, you it's are nice. You are famous. Thank you. So, how was the Jameson factory? Sorry. Oh, that was okay. Was it Thank worth you it? for talking about that. Okay. So, we went to the Jameson factory before our tour started because that wasn't part of our tour. And we wanted for sure to do it because, well, Kelsey told us to go to the Teeling factory, but what is that? What is Teeling? It's another whiskey. Oh, is it? Okay. But um, Jameson is kind of the Irish. Okay. So, we went to that and um, we tasted like five or six different Irish whiskeys. And you're just like, just doing shoot like shots of these things? Yeah, well, you're, you're sipping it, but yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And you know what? Okay. I'm not when, a big when whiskey. Do you ever sip I mean, whiskey is pretty strong. Like, I would almost need a chaser. I would need something. Because well, I like like picklebacks, which is Jameson, and then you do a shot of pickle juice after. Oh, and yeah. it like instantly takes it away. So I'm imagining like just doing almost like shots of just straight Jameson. And I thought, I can't do that. But yeah. then when I was tasting them, I thought, you know, I. I got to the smooth one. And I'm like, okay, I can do a shot of that. And I did. And it was delicious. Oh, was it? Okay. And then, so we're in this big tasting room and there's oh, 30 people on our group. Uh-huh. So we went from room to room to room with this group on the tour. And we're in the very last room. We're in the tasting room and we're, we're all t- drinking. And um, I turn around and this couple keeps looking at me. And I, th- I thought I saw them pointing at me, but I wasn't sure. And they just kept looking at me. So then... When they released us, and we were all going, because of course they release you at the gift shop. So you, <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> so I was walking out. Every little toasted, let's get get their money. Yeah, let's get their <laughs> get money. Get souvenirs. They're, <laughs> why they're warm with our whiskey. <laughs> and this couple came up to us, and they go, hey, are you a flight attendant to me? And I go, yes. They go, you were our flight attendant two weeks ago to London. I go, oh my gosh. I looked at them, and I go, oh my God, I do remember you. You're like 7A. No, they were oh. back in they were back in cabin D. Oh, were they? Oh, but I'm yeah. like, I go, I do remember. And they're like, we're so excited we saw you. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And so we took a picture with them. But um, and then I sent it to my manager. Look, these are my people. When my they people. remembered you, so you made like that big of an impact that or it's on our that time. Yeah. Well, that or it's our ramen hair. No, I knowing you, your service was so good. They remembered I you. Was so honored. That they remember yeah, that's me. awesome. And I mean, they've had another two weeks to forget you. Yes. And they still didn't. 
Because if you had turned them in for doing something naughty in the back, they wouldn't have been so nice. So it was a good thing that they... You mean like bobbing for Halloween apples? <laughs> yeah, one of those. So it was a good thing. Remember, I we, we've cute. said that you were... If, if all the flights were like you, we'd be on the best airline. So Thank of course you. they remembered you. Thank you. Well, or, you know, or you're the one that gives out pretzel bread, because I remember those people. <laughs> What's pretzel bread? Oh, they wouldn't have it in the back, though. Pretzel bread's up front. Oh, when they serve oh, the yeah. whole tray of different kinds of bread? Yeah, the pretzel bread when it's soft. Yes. Oh, so, good. Mm. so you talked about the Cliffs of Morn. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. Most of you have done it. Our trip, we didn't have time because part of it was seeing friends. And the gym. what else did you do that kind of stood out that was... Wait, real quick. Can I just... So now you've been there. Mm-hmm. Imagine when Jen and Justin did it. Oh, I know. Remember? And he, so for those who maybe don't, he's blind, right? So Jen's like leading him and now you've seen those cliffs like when i they were telling us that story i was like whoa that's really brave like that's a lot of trust that he had in jen what does she call him mountain goading him mountain goading yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my gosh like it's pretty darn steep and it it's- was really steep and it's shocking how many people step over that boundary to take a photo yeah so anyway that's I was like now you've been there you can kind of picture what it maybe would have been why like for them. Why would you do that? Why would you step over that? And people did. And, oh, no. Yeah. I don't like heights already. So I was fine being like, this is a great picture here. <laughs> 10 feet away. But People are weird, though. I keep seeing these videos of people getting close to bison and Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I'm kind of disappointed they don't get gored when I watch them. It's like, if you're going to be that dumb, you, you should get punished. So what else stood out to you? Okay, so I liked Giant's Causeway. A little bit like the same way I liked Cliffs of Moore. It's a natural phenomenon. Is it the one that has like the circle rocks? No. Okay. Well, what's- no. Okay. So Giant's Causeway is when like the hot met the cold, um, like back in the dinosaurs. And these pillars arose from the water. And they're all oh. grouped together. I have a picture of Dave and I. will use it in our it's social really media. Pretty, yeah. And it is really pretty. And once again, it was sunny. So, I mean, everybody was like in shock. And there was a ton of people there because it was sunny. It's just, it was just beautiful. The okay. water's right there. You know, the water's on there and the, the pillars. I love that. Did you hike down to it or did you take the bus down to it? I'm afraid to tell you that I took the bus down. Don't be afraid of that. Good for you. Only because I was, everybody was with her. Like, they jumped. The oh, bus yeah. was oh, right yeah. there. So we jumped on, but I, we all walked back up. Okay. We oh. walked up. That seems like the reverse of what you should have done. Yeah. But it was, we didn't want to wait. And so we walked up. I'm too okay. cheap. So we, we walked both ways. <laughs> <laughs> so it, what I like about group tours, Everything's planned for you. Yeah. And you show up and they just hand you a ticket and you walk down. It's not like you have to wait in line. It's all done for you. You can leave your stuff on the bus. It's safe. Uh, They handle your luggage for you. Everything's been decided for you, which is kind of nice. If there's a problem or a hiccup, they handle it. You don't have to worry about it. It's it's a sweet deal. That's why I love about group tours. I feel like it's not that more expensive if should something happen. On our trip... There was a group of four that didn't make it into um, Shannon, which is close to Limerick, which is our first day. So they met up with us the second day. And um, it was cute. Actually, they were younger than us. Well, one of them was. And um, so we met with them and I said, well, you know, what happened? They go, oh, they just sent a car for us. They sent, you know, the tour company sent a car for them in Shannon and drove them to where we were. That's cool. Yeah. So instead of like stressing like, oh crap, how do we get now? Do how we do we hook up? up? Do I have to rent a car? We'd have to try to find a taxi or something and, like that. Yeah. And, and they're like, they've been flying all night. They got stuck um, due to weather. 
So like we've been flying all night. We're exhausted. Yeah. And they sent a car and they all slept all the way up and it was just great. So there you go. I'm a proponent of group tours. Did you kiss the one stone? I did kiss a Blarney stone. Okay. So one of the things about castles is a lot of the castles in Ireland do not have roofs on them because once you have a roof on an edifice, you have to pay tax on it. Oh, so interesting. when they move out, they take off the roof so they don't have to pay tax any longer. Yeah, smart. So, yeah, the Blarney Stone is um, a very small ca- um, castle compared to all the other ones we've seen. And it has huge grounds, beautiful manicured gardens. But you go in a line and once again, we, he just handed us a ticket and we bypassed all the lines. And That's you, nice. Yeah, and we walk up um, a very tight corridor, hundreds of years old. You're walking where everybody else walked. Where Jesus walked. And you get to the top and you lay down. Did you ever do the Blarney Stone yet? No. And you scooch out and this cute young guy holds your hips. Oh. I got a picture of that. I got a picture of that. And you you kiss upside down. But yeah, I did do it. Do you make like a wish as you're kissing it? Is that how it goes? Or Mm -hmm. is it good luck? Or what's the... Mm -hmm. What number were you that's kissed it? Like how many people before you? Well... Uh, hundreds. Well, Jesus that, apparently kissed it. So that Jesus day, though. <laughs> that day, I was probably number. No, no, no. I mean, you're just saying hundreds. Probably that day, but like how many? Mil- millions oh. of people have kissed that stone. Well, I have a picture of my dad kissing it years ago. Wow. Do you really? When I was in high school, huh? I'll, I'll put that on there. When we went to Indy at the racetrack, yeah. it's the thing to kiss the bricks. And I remember being like, "That's dumb. I'm not doing it." And now I've kind of seen the tradition of it. I'm like, I should just kissed him. Like I should have got down and had my picture. Doing it and pouring milk on you is that a thing too? There, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, uh, I want to pour the milk, that seems extra gross. But <laughs> I would have guessed the, <laughs> the warm milk, yeah. But yeah, there's things like that that it's like, yes, it's gross, people have done it millions and they wipe it after now. I don't know if that's due to COVID, but they wipe it, wipe the stone, yeah. I with mean, a, do it for tradition, an antibacterial cloth afterwards. Then you get back in just line. Just after you or after everyone? <laughs> Lars, you're the one they were like, oh, yeah. Here she comes. We're going to get her. I see those cold sores. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I like about group tours is like you do all the highlights. You know, like you know you get more, to see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Giant's Causeway, the Blarney Stone. It seems like a long time, though. Was it? A- it was a long time. It, it was a long time. Because I feel like we saw a lot in a couple of days. You saw a lot more because you had two and a half weeks, but. Because you were there for just a weekend too, weren't you? I think like three days, yeah. Yeah. So, I, But when you, I was like, oh, that's a long time, but you get to see everything. And before we left, when we were in Dublin for a couple of days, they have a thing called, and it's all over uh, Ireland, it's called Black Taxi Tours, and they just do it like a two or three hour tour with you in a black taxi. But we did one of those, it was a walking tour downtown Dublin. It was in the, the northern end of the city because we were in the southern end. So it gave a tour of the northern end. And it was fascinating to learn all this about Dublin. But the river that runs through it is the River Liffey. Hmm. And there's a great big spire there because they took down a monument of, it was during the Troubles. And they took down that monument and they put in a big spire instead. And so it's called the Stiffy Liffey. Stiffy Liffey. <laughs> <laughs> the Stiffy by the Liffey. It's a, it sounds familiar, but yeah. yeah. I got a picture by that. Okay, and did I see the what? Did you see the big library that's in Dublin? But okay, it does that's it at house- Trinity College, and it's the Book of Kells. Okay, and is it the oldest Bible? It is. Oldest written Bible or something it. like that? It was kind of cool. My it mom- was really cool. and But Dave felt a little shortchanged because it's in a case, you know, open, and it was 
remarkable shape. It's in remarkable shape. Even though uh, it was stolen way back when in the 1700s and someone scraped all the gold off the the cover of it. Smart. Yeah. So, but now you would never know that because it's, but we only see it opened up. Well, one page had a bunch of writing on it that we could look at and the other page was blank. So Dave said he felt a little gypped. They couldn't have picked up two pages that both have writing. Thank you. He was pretty yeah. upset about it. And you have to have, just you know, you have to have reservations to see the Book of Kells. So make sure you make those. Even the day before, you can make them. But you, the day of, you're not going to get in to see the Book of Kells. And then part of the Book of Kells is that very famous library. Okay, yeah. And they're renovating it right now. So some, it was only half open. I mean, you walk through the whole thing, mm-hmm. but only half of it had books. And they had a little, and they showed a little movie about how they're renovating the books too. You know, because those books oh. are again, hundreds of years old. And it showed them how they were cleaning them up and stuff. It was really, it's fascinating, you know, to look at history. Yeah. Because we don't live in a an old country. We live in a, a very new country. Yeah. How many people did you did you tell that you're Irish? On uh, the uh, about 400. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told everybody, I'm 57% Irish. And then I knew where my grandfather was born. He was born up, up near Belfast. And my grandmother was born in um, the Clare County, which is down by Limerick. So uh, every single bartender I said, I looked at him and I go, uh, is there a McGee or a McCaffrey in your background? And they'd say, well, yes, because, you know, it's an Irish name. I'd say, oh, you could be my cousin. <laughs> so it's, it's a weird pickup line, but okay. Yeah. I kept telling everyone, you, you could be my cousin. And then one time we went back for a second round and he goes, hey, cuz, when we showed up. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> How was the Titanic stuff? Okay, and so then we went to Belfast, a thing about, but we did the Titanic. That was part of our group tour. Cool. And, you know, I did the Titanic experience when it came through Phoenix, and it was really good. So I was looking forward to this, but this was incredible. It's like three or four different levels. You yeah. guys did it. Yeah, we did. It was really cool. I saw a cute picture of you guys doing it. Oh, there? Oh. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do not let these people in. No, that we have that same picture of us yeah. outside. It's It's really cool. They have like even a ride inside that like takes you through, that makes you see like how it would be built inside and it's right on the grounds where they built the actual Titanic. Uh-huh. Oh, well that's a senior snaps i was like okay if i go to belfast that's one thing i want to do. do that yeah, yeah it was definitely it was really cool make sure you do that i would get tickets early for that you have to get tickets early for that yeah. would you make sure you did you watch titanic the night before to get ready for no, it no we should have okay should have but um that's fake though what it wasn't actually the titanic what <laughs> james cameron's a liar Say that to my face. <laughs> they actually had one of the cellos in the museum that they played during the very final moments. Down. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. I took a picture of it. I'll put it on our social media. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a, it was a cool tour. tour it was though. a really yeah. tour. And now that ride you said, it, it's a lot like Disneyland's Peter Pan ride. And you were just there, but yeah. it's not like Disneyland. So when we were staying like, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Because didn't you feel like that was Disneyland, the the Peter Pan one? I haven't been to Disney in years. Yeah, you have three children. He hates Disney. Last time I went, it was I was ten years old. So, so I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. That's terrible. But it, it's a cool <laughs> ride on it. It, it. it like makes you seem like you're going through like where they're actually building. The, Correct. That's if you cool. feel like you're in the Titanic, watching them build it, and and they go through all the different because they have old like, how many people died, Milligan, how long it takes, and all that stuff was just you know, the building of it. And they had motion pictures and cameras at that time. So you're seeing real footage. Cool. Yeah. I would like to do that sometime. Yeah. That's a must-see. Okay. So in Belfast, you really have to see uh, the Titanic exhibit. I think you should go to 
Giant's Causeway and of course Cliff Amore. And I, if you're in Dublin, I think you should do some of those little day tours with the black taxi or the walking tours. And then you should also go to the Guinness and Jameson factory. Did you go to any AFCs? What's the AFC? Well, my friend said another effing church, cathedral, <laughs> chapel, <laughs> castle. ABC, another bloody church <laughs> or castle, another we, bloody we castle. We went to a castle on the south, like the very south end, but not all the way around to Blarney. We'd have time. But it was just a little one, but it was really cool. You know what? They, as we were driving through Ireland, there's like castles everywhere. Yeah. Kitty was in heaven. <laughs> oh, she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she likes museums. Is the Stairway to Heaven, did they film Lord of the Rings there? Yes, they did. Okay. Uh-huh. I feel like I've heard that. Mm-hmm. That connection. And they all would always show us. And then this is another thing about group tours is you've got your tour leader with you the entire time. And when you stop at different cities, they have local tours to tour leaders to you know get, guide you through the city and tell you what's what's up and what all the history there. And then your local tour director, as you're driving in the, the bus, he talks to you and tells you what you're looking at. And then there's lots of ring forts, which are these little round rings on top of hills. And if you go down below, they were little cities built below in the hill. Oh. And they used it for protection. And so when people would, bad people would come, they would just go down below and then put stones over it. And you would never know they were there. Crazy. I, Dave and I actually cl- crawled through one of those. They let you crawl in one. We actually went in one. It was, oh. it was really weird. Was it kind of sad not having a bodyguard with an Uzi? Yeah, it was sad compared to last <laughs> year. <laughs> last year, yeah. So what tips do you have for people that want to go to Ireland? Do a group tour. It's the quickest, most efficient way to see everything. That's um, um, If you don't like living out of a suitcase, that may not be the choice for you because every night you're in a different hotel. There were three nights we were in the same hotel, but other than that, you're not in the same hotel. Was it hard to change over money? Because you said both the places had different yeah, currencies. It, uh-huh. So you have to have pounds and euros. It's not hard to change because you just get them from the ATM. Okay. And cool. you didn't need change before that because you're on the tour and they pay for everything. So Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. Dave got a lot of money out of the Belfast one, the pounds. I don't know why, but anyway, it's nice because <laughs> now I have it for my London trips. Is it cheaper to get it there? I think it is. Okay. Uh-huh. Did so, you have to cool. declare it coming back in? No, it wasn't over 10,000. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't over 10,000. <laughs> they speak the same language. It's hard to understand a little bit. It's definitely should be on your bucket list. Well, cool. You had yeah, a good time. Thank you. Yes, I had a great time. You I'd mean, go again in a heartbeat. For two weeks, though? If I hadn't seen everything, I would have. Okay. Uh-huh. This is like the opposite of last week's show. Because Rico talked about this 24 hour okay. and this go was by like yourself. two and a half weeks. Yeah, two and a half weeks with the group. Uh-huh. The, the best <laughs> part was opposite. we did get to Dublin early so that we wouldn't have any jet lag, and we did not. So when the tour okay. started, we were on track. Good. If you're going to spend that much money, you might as well go a couple days early and just really make sure you're ready to go. And you got to see good. the few things that were on your tour, right? Exactly. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Very well, exciting. Well, cool. Oh, and one thing I wanted to tell you both is, okay, so U2 is really big there because, you know, they're Irish band. Yeah. U2. And um, so we went to the Irish Rock and Roll Museum before our tour started. We went on our own. And they started there. at the there, It's also a recording studio. And that's where they started. And so the city of Dublin for elementary school is broken up, you know, in just like our school system is in, you know, by areas. And so to differentiate that, they use the word Dublin and you've got the D section, 
the U section, the B section, the oh, L cool. section, you know where this is going, the I section, the N section. So that's like, where did you go to school? I went to N1 or I went to N3 or I went to L1 or I went to N L3. Okay. Guess where you two, they all went to same school together. Guess where they were. Did they really? They were at U2. That's how they got their name. Where the streets have no name. Where the streets have no name. Oh, that's kind of, I didn't know that. That's yeah. Cool. That is cool. And they have a whole room dedicated to them that they had practiced in. And that's uh, cute. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and they just love you two there. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. It was fun. For opening up. I yeah. missed you, but I was Thank glad you. you had a good time, but I was ready for you to come back. Because Monique and I Snapchat each and every day. But you didn't do it on the trip? Oh, yeah, no, we did. No, she kept oh, doing okay. it in that second thing. She's still there. She's still <laughs> there. She's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking Guinness. I was sending you pictures and pictures of Guinness. Oh, that's Yeah, I'd be so excited. I'd be like, oh, look at that. Look at that. But I was like, but she's still there. That's cool. You got to meet our listener, Jessica. Yeah, yeah she's cool. very nice. Cool. It's good to be back with you guys. Thank you. It's fun to be back. All right. Well, next week we're going to hear about some other trips we've done. Yeah. It's been fun to get there. And uh, reach out to us if you have any questions on Instagram, on Twitter, on email. Podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate everyone doing that. It's been fun to hear from everyone. and For sure. Hear the stories and stuff. So, but uh, thanks and we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. Are there other tour groups that do it that aren't like your nudist groups or is that the only one that does it? (laughs) There's lots of tour groups. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you'd really want to see anyone naked on this one. I mean, they were older than Laura. Well, who's going to say welcome? <clears throat> welcome to the non rev Lounge. Did you just <clears throat> turn that, though? I one think he just went. You <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello.